through today's challenges with yesterday's experiences. Senior Wisdom is your opportunity to take in wisdom gained by our elderly population and apply this insight to your own life. It's a time machine of sorts, sending you back to challenges of pre-millennia days and places that stretch across the globe. Born and raised in San Francisco, Bob Berman grew up in a family that only did city activities except for an annual trip to the Tahoe area. It was always Bob's preference to go with the flow of life and not take big risks. It was the easy thing to do. His love with the outdoors was not satisfied because there was no easy way to get to the country hills. Bob also spent most of his professional life as a public defender. He never wanted to start his own law practice because it too was too risky. Bob's suggestion to other people who avoid taking risk in their lives is to be honest with your true desires and have the courage to move forward and know that you will pass through any tough spots. This wisdom will also serve each of us when the unexpected and uncontrollable circumstances occur in our futures. Senior Wisdom is ready to share another golden nugget. So adjust the volume on your laptop or handheld device and soak into a conversation with Bob Berman. Well, I can almost hear the sounds of Clipper Creek. I'm in Nevada County, and I'm with Bob Berman, who has been living here for the last 20 years. Bob, um, I love that fire that you have going here this morning. Yeah, it's wonderful that it's cold enough so we can have one. <laughs> yeah, and we did uh, have a little rain last night here in Nevada County. We're suffering actually in the state of California right now with a very, very severe drought. And so when we have nights and days like this where it's wet, we're, we're very happy. Well, Bob, I know we're living here in the mountains, but, but you actually came from San Francisco. That's right. I was born and raised in San Francisco, and I had parents who never had no interest in the great outdoors. We never went camping, never took a trip to a national park. Only time I'd ever seen the outdoors with my parents was once a year when I was a kid. They'd take a vacation, and we'd go to a place called the Tahoe Tavern at Lake Tahoe. And at least when I was a kid, it seemed like there was a lot of forest around. Even as just a young child, I realize it just wandering in the woods it was wonderful I immediately fell in love with this but this was something I rarely got to experience growing up it's really funny because I was <laughs> it's not a white sheep or a black sheep but I was different in my family everyone was uh, referring to their style as the Hilton style and me I'd be happy eating beef jerky on top of a mountain in the Smoky Mountains, you know, so it was a, a bit different. And you went through the similar kind of experience. So then Tahoe must have rang true to you. It, it, it came, came with you, even though you ended up becoming a public defendant, right, in San Francisco. And you uh, lived there. Yes, public defender. Public defendant is uh, oh, the oh, person yeah. who's <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't want to say crime. But um, yes, uh, it, those childhood memories, you know, they stayed with me. And obviously there were other times during growing up when once in a while I had the chance to be in the outdoors. And it always uh, just pulled at my heart. I knew I loved this. But the easy thing to do was kind of go along with the flow, which... What was me. the flow in your life? Well, the flow. My, my parents, neither of my parents had been to college, but I have an older brother, and there was no question that they were sending their children to college. We both went to college. We're about nine years apart in age. Both went to UC Berkeley, then I went to law school, 
And I stayed in the Bay Area, um, worked for Legal Aid down in San Jose for a while, but then I came back to San Francisco where because of some family connections, because we'd been in, in San Francisco, I was able to get a job in the public defender's office, which was wonderfully exciting. But it was the easy thing to do. And my, my love of the outdoors, and by this point I'd been able to go backpacking and you know get, get a little more into it, but that was something I just put off to the side because that wasn't, there was no easy way for me to get from the city to the country. Well, for those who don't know, I mean, San Francisco is probably, what, two hour, two and a half hours away from the good parts of, uh, of the mountains? Yeah, we're about two and a half hours from here. And two and a half hours, but there's a lot of traffic <laughs> coming out of San Francisco that you have to also contend with. So uh, it is a bit of a effort to get out of town and do that. And as, a, as an attorney working in San Francisco, you must have been really busy. Well, I was. And, and yes, um, San Francisco is not a huge city, but around it are just cities and cities and cities. You're, you don't leave San Francisco and find that you're um, in the wilderness. You're not. There's a lot of things that people go through in their lives where they notice for themselves that, hey, I, I really enjoy that, but they don't pursue it. That's right. Why do you think that is, that people don't pursue it? Well, because, and I'm a perfect example of this, it's easier just to go with the flow. And sometimes it's, it's like a raft on the river. The raft will take you down the river. If you want to go somewhere else, you have to really work at it. If the journey down the river seems pretty good, you can say, okay, this is easy. I don't have to chance anything. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to fail. To do something different, it takes effort and it takes courage and you have to accept the risk. And I wasn't a person that was normally willing to do that. So then you were taking uh, the, the line of least resistance, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. And when did that actually change for you? Well, you know, I, I'm using moving up to Nevada County as my prime example of why you really have to st look at your life and, and take some risk. But I got here by accident and without taking any risks. But because I, I got my heart's desire at some point, I can now kind of look back and say, boy, what I would have missed if I didn't get lucky and how stupid it was just to have waited around to get lucky. And I don't know, are you interested in the quick story of how I got here? Oh, absolutely. Well, I, as I said, I had, um, in college, I had started doing some backpacking. When I went to work and had a little money, I'd do trips. Uh, I, I went trekking in Nepal and Bhutan and in Peru to Machu Picchu. These were always the kind of things I liked to do. So I'd come back and I'd be living and working in San Francisco. And I just thought, it's no way I'm ever going to get out of San Francisco. I'm never going to be living in the woods. And then about 17 years ago, my partner Jane and I happened to come up to Nevada City just to spend the weekend. We'd never been in this part of the gold country, um, seen some pictures. It looked nice. It was just for a weekend. We like to go to B&Bs for weekends. It's a fun thing to do in different parts of California. And we got up here. And we both immediately fell in love with the area. And I still didn't say anything like, well, what do you think about maybe we could buy a vacation home or something up here? Jane, much to my amazement, and this is, we'd been there about a day and a half, said, Bob, what do you think about buying a vacation home up here? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I was beside myself. 
And I, as you see, I hadn't done a thing to make this happen. But Jane mentioned it, and within a couple of months, we owned the home we're sitting in right now. It's, it sounds like for some of these personal things that all what your personality type seemed to need was just a tiny nudge and and you totally would take that direction of flow she was that catalyst she she was the catalyst and um because she was my partner in doing this you know i i had this support it it suddenly became easy to do so i did it now at this point i was already 52 i wasn't taking any real chances in my life i was already I had left the public defender's office. I was semi-retired. It wasn't a big financial risk by any means. So it wasn't hard to do. But still, I had to be lucky. I had to have Jane to just to give me that nudge. And here we were. Was the lack of impetus to go do things like this really because things were too risky to you? you? You weren't comfortable taking risks? Because it seems to me, I mean, I, I used to do a lot of mountain climbing myself. Going to Nepal is no small thing. There are risks in all these things. And you went ahead and did those. I Well, I, I wasn't climbing mountains in Nepal. Um, right. You were trekking. I was trekking. There's not a lot of risk. You know, you go with a professional. I didn't go on my own. That would have been a little scary for me. I went with a professional group, you know, that takes... I don't know, maybe there the was tours. a tour, yeah. maybe there was 12 or 15 of, of us trekking and a small army of uh, porters making our lives easy. Um, so there really wasn't adventure travel. Sometimes it becomes a little scary. Sometimes you get a weird day, weird weather, a raft flips over, but usually it's not risky, but it's adventuresome. Okay. So you've always had that adventure in you. Yeah. You also seem to have maybe have a low threshold of, of risk that you wanted to take on in your life. Yeah. Do you think that's why maybe you didn't uh, just go for it when you saw something that you, you really wanted to do? That, that's right. And, you know, I'm using this house in Nevada City as a prime example. But mm -hmm. there's a lot of other places in my life where I could say, gee, you know, at this point, I think I wanted to try something a little different. Maybe would have been a risk, like, leave, say, leaving the public defender's office. Um, before I had some financial security and going off on my own practicing law. Well, I didn't have the courage to do that. A lot of my friends did that. Some succeeded, some failed. I didn't have the courage. I just stayed around 20 years in the public defender's office. Well, fortunately, everything turned out wonderfully. And you walked away with some great wisdom here. Everything in my life, well, not everything, most things turned out great. Being a public defender was wonderful. As I said, the, the luck of living in Nevada County, I'm so happy waking up every morning, looking out the windows at the trees. It, it's just a delight. Everything worked out, but it worked out because I just, because the flow, the river kind of took me to the right places. That's, that's luck. That's so then what luck. would be the words of wisdom, the golden nugget that we're finding here? Well, what I, what I would say, and the reason I, I keep coming back to I'm living in Nevada City, well, here's where I got my heart's desire. So now, 17 years later, and I'm living here most of the time, I can say I can now see what I would have missed if I didn't get up here and how the fact that I depended on luck was stupid. This is so important to me. I should have had the courage to say, I'm getting myself out of the city. I'm getting myself 
into the foothills, into the woods. And, and to generalize that, I say, in your life, there's always an easy way to go. There's always people saying, hey, why don't you do this like we're doing? You should just do, you should do this. Get into plastics if you want to go back to Dustin Hoffman and, um, and The Graduate. And you always have to look around and see what you really want to do. And when you want to get away from the easy flow, you have to have the courage to do it. And it does take courage because you're, at that point, you're risking something. So I see this as a, a two-part nugget. One is that you need to be honest with yourself as to what, where your desires really are, really truly are, and what's important to you. That, that's, that's correct. You have to say to yourself, yeah, I'm pretty happy, but I'm not as happy as I really want to be. You have to admit that to yourself. And then the second part, which is the moving of the feet part, I think, is having that trust that regardless of the circumstances that are placed before you, you know that you will pass through the more difficult parts at some point because you have the drive to find, you know, that golden nugget at the end of the rainbow. I mean, you're, you'll continue through it and you will arrive. You're trusting that, that you will find that place that you want to be. Yeah. Well, and I would call that courage. And that's something I would say has always been lacking in my life, that kind of courage. We're all getting older, but we still have many years ahead of us. Absolutely. So there are many other opportunities. Let's apply this to, to today's world with those people who are just getting started, maybe, maybe single uh, individuals who have now married and, or maybe married people who are now thinking of having children, having a family, maybe looking at uh, moving to another location, picking another profession. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. How would you apply what you learned in life with honesty and trust and courage to these people? How would you encourage them? Well, I would say, don't do what I did. Don't depend on winning the lottery. You only live once, and as frightened as you are, go for your heart's desire. It's as simple as that. So basically, stop, be honest with yourself, and then get up and go do it. Yes. Easy to say, very hard to do. Okay. What would be, would be one of or two of the uh, circumstances that you found would get in the way and make it more difficult for you to move forward? Well, you know, at, at one point, as I said, when, when I was thinking of maybe leaving the public defender's office, going out on my own as an attorney, which is a risky thing to do, I was married at that point in time. It would have been financially difficult. It really would have been an act of tremendous faith and courage, and I just didn't have that much faith in myself. It was easier to stay with what I was doing. So then finances was one of those factors. Well, I mean, you could I, lose I'm, everything by changing a profession. Yeah, I'm just, finances is part of it. Having a family is part of it. The, the more you've tied yourself into the life you're living at present, which could be the salary, the family, the location, the community of friends and relatives you've built around yourself, um, all those things tend to hold you in place. And if suddenly you decide, this isn't the place I want to be, it's very hard to change. You just have to reach within yourself and do the best you can. 
Well, life is very good. And when we open our eyes to see the possibilities, all things can, can be true. And that does take honesty. And that does take courage, as you say, and, and trust. So, Bob, thanks. Thanks. Well, it's uh, been a pleasure. Another item that we add on to our senior wisdom. Okay. See you.